queens working silence trying to stop the violence cause I'm killing my goals here's my story just imagine how I'm living only fresh and authentic never shaking the twisted I'm going off the specifics moving with high intentions and exercising my mission blending purpose with vision now take a sip and just listen uh. hey and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code my name is Whitney B and I am your host and today we're going to discuss how to play the hand that you were dealt Hey y'all, today is August 20th, 2018, and what you know about Mick Jagger, I know absolutely nothing, and I didn't even know that this song was a thing from the Rolling Stones until up until a few weeks ago. While an old 1960s rock band from England is not my normal cup of tea, the words of the song really carried me through one of my biggest rejections to date. And I was debating if I wanted to even discuss it, but it is what it is. I mean, it's something that was disappointing to me at the time, but it didn't necessarily have a bad ending as you'll hear in the end. In fact, I've learned a lot and I've definitely gained a lot of insight about moving forward after being rejected. You see, a couple of months ago, I saw a call for speakers here for a TEDx talk here in Columbus. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is my moment. Can't tell me nothing. Move out the way, Beyonce. I'm about to kill it. This is going to be amazing. And if you don't already know, I watch TED Talks religiously. It's like one of the few public speaking formats that I can stomach because I can't sit through a presentation for more than 20 minutes without getting antsy, normally because I'm ready to go and I'm always hungry. Hence the reason why my podcasts are to the point. I love to give and receive information of small pieces because A, it forces you to remember and B, nobody wants to hear all that. The average attention span has decreased from 12 seconds to 8 seconds in 2018. So in other words, a goldfish pays more attention than we do. So it's important to learn how to succinctly describe your message. So anyway, I see this call for speakers and I spent hours perfecting a two-minute video and trying to figure out the right words for the application. And it was just so weird because I knew in my heart of all hearts that I would be selected. Like there was no doubt in my mind that I wouldn't be selected. Now, normally, um, with the things that I want, I always leave room for failure. I believe in myself mostly, and I always have a just-in-case mentality. So that way, if I don't get what I want, I'm not completely disappointed. But for some reason, this time, I didn't leave any room for failure, and that kind of scared me a little bit. So my confidence was on 100, and I wasn't waiting for an acceptance email because I just knew it was mine. But unfortunately, on August 3rd at 4.21 p.m. Eastern Time Zone, to be exact, I saw those heart-wrenching words. We regret to inform that your talk would not be included in the program this year. And I can't even get past that line. I don't even think I read the rest of the email. I don't even know who sent me the email. And I, I felt like, honestly, that I got fired on my day off. And you know those feelings that you get when you don't get what you want. It's like the stages of grief. I reread that line over and over because I couldn't believe it. I felt real tears. Like literally there were tears welling up in my eyes. But I was trying my best not to cry because I was in a public 
place and I was working on a project. So I texted a few of my friends and I told them what happened and all of them were like, well, you'll get it next time. And in my head, I'm like, they are tripping because there's not going to be a next time and I'm not doing this again. And for what? I mean, obviously it wasn't for me. Obviously I didn't make the cut. And honestly, I would look like a fool for trying again. And you know, I just had so much negative self-talk. So all that weekend I sulked. I mean, I really didn't do anything. And when I did do things, everything was in a daze because I was just so disappointed in myself. I even went to Google to find a playlist to match my disappointment, hence the Rolling Stones that you heard in the beginning. And as I was listening, I came across a message that a good friend of mine sent to me. And it was a delayed answer is not a denied answer. And then it hit me. We may not always get what we want right now, but we have to remind ourselves that no doesn't mean never. And I think it's amazing that no matter how many times we get disappointed in our lives, it doesn't get easier. I mean, the more invested we are, the deeper the disappointment. Interestingly enough, I started to think about how my situation is like a game of cards, right? We go into a game not knowing the hand that we're going to be dealt. And regardless of what cards we have in front of us, the game goes on whether we have a strategy in place to win or not. While I didn't get my chance at the TEDx stage this year, it was a teachable moment for me to continue to move forward. And the first thing that I learned was that my value was not defined by my losses. Sometimes we automatically believe that if we don't hear a yes, that we are unworthy, unqualified, incapable, and I have to learn that those negative feelings are unbelievable. Many times we are the same person before we heard the word no. I mean, nothing really changed. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, what am I really losing before you attack yourself with assumptions of why you didn't get what you want? Being rejected is not an indicator of our value. Only we can define our value And we have to have the courage to keep pressing forward towards the mark. And I know this is hard, especially if you face constant rejection back to back. Rejection, it'll make you question yourself. Um, You start to think about your self-worth in a different way. And it's all based on a premise of one decision that's out of your control. Instead of being bound by a no, we have to give ourselves permission to accept it and to strategize about how to go into a different direction to get what we want. Plan A may not have worked in our favor, but we have a whole alphabet to go. (laughs) Now, you want to believe that you're worthy and you have to believe that you're valuable enough to continue what you started. Now, in the midst of all this self-discovery, I read a chapter in this book that just gave me a lot of perspective about playing the hand that I'm dealt. So uh, it's a person, actually it's two people, one by the name of Dr. Samson Davis, and then we also have uh, Charlie Jeter. Charlie Jeter, and they wrote a book called The Stuff, Unlock Your Power to Overcome Challenges, Soar, and Succeed. Now, mind you, this book has been sitting in my house for at least a month, and I think I read a page and I put it down, but for whatever reason, I gravitated back towards the book, and I opened the table of contents. Now, chapter three sounded like a deal breaker, so I went to the chapter called Forge Your Motivation Statement. The chapter started off with a story about a young man who had bad eyesight, and he overcame these bullies, he broke a limb, and then he became like this star athlete in college. Uh, Then he became this award-winning teacher and coach. But what was unique about this story was the guy, whose name is Rich Ruffalo, he experienced all these things while he was simultaneously losing his eyesight. 
Now, from a young age, he had developed this rare eye disease that no one knew about until he was older. But by that time, it was already a done deal. He was 32 and he was literally blind. Now, of course, he was devastated like anybody else would be. And he tried to quit his job, but the principal was like, no, you can't quit your job. You know, we're going to help you. We'll get you an aid. He told his students and the students were like, hey, Mr. Ruff, you still have to be here. You know, we'll read out loud to you if, you know, if you don't think that you can make it. And that that changed something in him. But the one thing that was interesting throughout all of this is that there was one statement that he said stayed with him his entire life. And that statement was, when the world says you can't, champions say, watch me. Now, this is something short and sweet, but I also feel like it's profound. We see all these little motivational quotes every day on Instagram, but do you really have that one, that one that you truly live by? Now, I can't lie. When I read about him, I cried because he didn't allow that hand that he was dealt to define him. I said he was an award-winning teacher, and a lot of those awards came after the fact that he went blind at the age of 32. Now, looking at his mission statement made me think about what I wanted mine to be because as I researched, I learned that creating a mission statement causes you to focus. That's why you see so many companies and nonprofits, they have all these mission statements. Its purpose is not to throw around a bunch of cliche buzzwords, but it's truly a statement that should help you keep on track and help you remember your why. Now, rejection and failure can make us forget our why, and it just, it leads us away from everything that we were trying to do. But by by completing a goal, we fo- start to focus on our mission and we can start to release all of those distractions and just regain that energy to go for the things that we want. Now, there is actually scientific data that supports this. So researchers found that when people choose a common word or a statement and when they repeat it, it puts their brain in a restful state. So in other words, when you repeat something motivational to yourself, it helps you clear your mind and prepare you for the next moment. Now, I, I don't have a mission statement yet. Um, that's something that I'm starting to meditate on. But after reading about Rich Ruffalo, I know that I need one to ultimately stay focused. Now, on another note, a very important realization is that sometimes we're dealt a bad hand because we're the ones who are dealing the cards. So let that sink in for a minute. It's so easy to play victim and to blame our misfortunes on other people when in all reality, we have to understand that our mindset has a direct influence on how we process or in how we proceed in our lives. Now, a positive and forward thinking mindset can save us from a lot of heartache. And it's really important to analyze where we are mentally um thinking about in the process of being rejected. Being a victim can only work for so long until you have to come to a resolution about what you need to do next. I'm learning that while I can't control what happens to me, I'm responsible for what happens next and I can't allow temporary feelings of negativity to stop me from getting to that next destination. If I lose, I lose, but it's imperative to understand that no matter how bad you think your hand is in life, it has the potential to be a winning hand. I was watching this show, it's called Hit the Floor, and one of the quotes that I love from the show is, winning is what you do with a loss. And that spoke so many volumes to me because there are many times we take losses Um, for what they are. And we have to acknowledge our comeback because it takes strength to get back up and to try again. Our achievements and our successes are not meant to be easy because if they were easy, why do we celebrate them? To me, success is a byproduct of all of our losses and our failures. Success means more when we've lost something because we end up learning about ourselves to only get better from there. And what I'm learning in some cases is that when you're dealt a bad hand, 
and you hear the word no, it definitely has its advantages. I talked about getting rejected for a TEDx talk, but what I didn't tell you guys is that a week later, I was making plans to be a keynote speaker in Las Vegas for a conference that I wanted to attend since I'd heard about it. I didn't get what I wanted, but I gained the opportunity to become a keynote for the first time in my life. And for that, I am grateful. My former business coach once said to me, the word no stands for new opportunity. And now I I totally understand what she means. Sometimes when one door closes, that means something else might be coming along. And I don't question new opportunities. I take advantage of them. I may not be that TEDx speaker anytime soon, but I know that my speaking journey didn't end at that rejection email. I didn't want to try again, not because I didn't want it, but because I temporarily or temporarily allowed my self-doubt to dictate my emotions. Now, I know that if I remain persistent, the yes will mean so much more when it does happen. But I also know that things hardly ever come when we want. But while we're waiting, we usually get what we need, whether we realize it or not. Now, before we go today, I want to leave you with a quote from Saeed Jones, a poet who recently went viral on Twitter with the hashtag share your rejections, which you should totally check out. Um, There are people from all industries who participated and they just gave the real about their wins and their losses. But Saeed said, you have to stumble. You have to make mistakes and hit your head against the wall many times, but that doesn't mean that you should stop. Rejection is not failure and rejection is not an indictment of who you are or the value of your work. It's a decision that's been made in a specific instance. If you're going to succeed in your career, you have to believe in your work more than anyone else. Do you believe in yourself enough to play the hand that you're dealt? Thank you for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. And if you like what you heard, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on SoundCloud, Anchor, or Google Play. If you'd like to share how you've overcome rejection, hit me up on Instagram at Pink Lemonade Podcast or on Twitter at Pink Lemonade Pod. Until next time, peace.